Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 119, Signs and Synchronicity. I am Tanya Lee, and we have with us Johanna Burkhart, my soul sister, my other half. <laughs> and, 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 and we have, we have some, I'm going to be a pretty, pretty princess this evening because yes. we are close enough to my birthday. It is. It's a so big we, got a we have a friend. A big four O's coming up for you. <laughs> I am like, bring it on, bitches. I am so excited for 40. But let me tell you, when I was about to hit 30, I thought the world was going to end. I was like, no, I'm going to die. And now I'm like, bring it on. I'm so yeah. excited. Yeah. I My 40th was a big deal. I, I did the whole cross-country thing. Um, oh, that's you know, right. Yeah, when I turned 40. So that was a big deal for me. And I, uh, yeah, I loved every bit of it. So 40 was definitely a milestone year for me. So I can only imagine how you're going to be, what's going to come out for you. And so far, it's been magical <laughs> with your unicorn. <laughs> you, you guys, this is a pinata that my husband bought me, God only knows when. And I'm like, why did you buy me a pinata? He's like, I don't know. So I've had just this pinata chilling in my office for I don't know how long. Until <laughs> it comes up. So signs. Man, we, we've been talking about this. I think that since the day we've met, we've always talked about the signs we see and the things that come up. And um, we've always had, we've shared some crazy stories with us. And sometimes I know, uh, you know, when we talk to people, especially being, you know, people who are first awakening, or even if you're not, um, something always comes up. And there's, there's, there's the people who just think it might just be a mere coincidence that something happened. Hmm. And then there's others who will read way more into it. And it just depends how open you are and what your belief is. So either or, we are not saying one is wrong or right. We are just here to explore and talk about the different things that come up. Um, so what is synchronicity? Um, the term had come about probably in, I think it was the 1920s by uh, a psychologist named Carl Jung. And he first came up with the concept of the name. So he didn't come up with the concept of synchronicity. He just, he just put some meaning to it. And his meaning was that there's meaningful coincidence. And from there, um, you know, that this, has, this has been going through with science. Now, there's been some debates out there whether these signs really exist and if people believe in them or is there something beyond that? Is the universe talking to us? Are we just attracting it? And I, I believe it's a combo of both, really. I mean, we, we are co-creators. We are manifestors. So, of course, we would be able to manifest things. But how we read into it and use our intuition, that's another thing. Especially that's actually the biggest thing, if you ask me, because, you know, one of the things we were just talking about before we got on here was there was, I don't know, was it a couple weeks ago, three, four weeks ago? You're like, why does everybody always post the same thing? Like, what does 555 mean? What does 1111 mean? Same thing. And the, the biggest thing that I get from my team anyway, is what does it mean to you? Like what is happening in those moments? What is your awareness? What is your thoughts? What is the energy? Because like she just said, your belief is going to outrule any Google search. Let's just say that right now. <laughs> <laughs> or here's the other thing. And yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. But also what are you guided to do at that time? When you see that number, like what, or, you know, or something, a symbol or something, you know, shakes your memory. Like what are, what are you guided to do? Are you guided to look it up? Are you guided to think more about it? 
Right. Like you got it, you know, I mean, that's, that's a whole beauty of intuition and what it means to you because there are these symbols and signs that, yeah, they do have common meanings from the collective that we've put definitions to. I mean, that's, it's almost not, it's not that far off from like tarot cards or everything, especially when you're looking up, you know, angel numbers, <laughs> you know, they have these specific meanings or these different combos with these numbers, but you can take more out of that. I know I haven't, you know, with the angel numbers, especially, um, I have really brought that in more into my readings because I see more of it and I know what it means to me so that I can reflect that out when I read to others. Yeah. So, but again, it's your own dictionary of what it means to you. <laughs> so it's really important to know, but also what about our past loved ones? Do we get signs from them? Of course. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. I know that I do. <laughs> and, and, and I think you, you have to figure out what your signs are though, because you know, not every butterfly, every dragonfly, every red bird. Yes. I said red bird. They, I do not call them cardinals. Um, you know, is a loved one. Right. But you, I have something cool to share about this, but um, you have to feel into and use your intuition as to what sign and what, who's the one giving it to you. Cause I get different signs from different people. Mm. Yeah. I think that's really, um, yeah, I guess that's where I, because, um, you know, I have a couple who are on the other side and sometimes I've get, um, a combo of them both and they have, you know, their energies kind of mix and match, which you know about already. Uh -huh. <laughs> so it's sometimes hard for me to decipher them, but you know, it's nice to know that they're Tell working me. as a team. <laughs> Try when you don't know either one of them personally and they come as a duo. You're like, oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and if you are on, um, I see we have a couple of watchers. Please say hello. Hi, Jay. Hit the like, hit the like button if you can. Um, let us know if you see signs. We want to see hashtag see signs. We want to know if you see them. And what are the signs that you do see? Like, what's the most common one you see or the crazy, like if you have it like a quick story that you, you know, you can put in the comments at least if you know, something crazy that you've seen or um, a synchronicity, then share with that with us as well. Yeah, we want to know. So I had found this article on spirit science for the seven of the most common synchronicities we don't pay attention to. And we did talk about numbers, but one of the number ones on that list was seeing repeated numbers like 1111, 222, 333. <laughs> and how, um, you know, I don't know. Have you run into some people who get so batshit crazy with these numbers, Johanna? It's like they, they put so much meaning to it that I'm like, yo, chill out a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I feel like sometimes get people get into this track of everything is a sign and they get overwhelmed and then they're not even trusting their own intuition because they think everything's a sign. Yes. And let me just tell you, so I'm going to tell you a couple of things. So one is what happens is, is, is when you start to wake up, right. And the synchronicities begin to grow or increase. I've seen people go so insane because they're like every they start getting them all right. So they get mm -hmm. 111, 222, 333. And, and at that point, it, if you haven't figured out that they're just letting you know that you are becoming more aware and that they are around you, like you and not needing to go look up every single number. I've seen people go down that rabbit hole and, and go crazy, like Googling and comparing. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Oh, that's a lot. Like <laughs> that's a lot. 
they're so looking for, they're just so much looking for a meeting. And it, it does, listen, when you start seeing patterns and you become more aware of them, it can be very overwhelming and almost scary because you do feel like you're going batshit crazy a little bit, especially knowing that you're attracting. But as soon as you put an expectation on it, you can drive, you can basically put yourself in anxiety mode too, because then you can start seeing maybe depending on your vibration, a bad sign or like, oh my gosh, I'm seeing, you know, five, five, five all over again. I keep getting, you know, well, there's massive changes coming. <laughs> well, that <laughs> like, in six, six, six. So, um, yeah. you know, a, a lot of people who are religious, you know, it's so funny. I, I remember a couple of years ago, I had this group and it grew and it grew up to like 900 people. And when it hit the number 666, I was like, woohoo, let's celebrate. I remember that. Yeah. I and was in that group. A bunch of people were like, oh my God, that's the devil. And I'm like, uh, yeah, it's actually a good number. <laughs> a really good number. Like, mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that. But we are, again, it goes back to your beliefs. And if, if you strongly believe that this number is bad and has a, a bad meaning, then that's the way it's going to show up in your reality. It's going to show up and have that feeling. But right. one thing that I want to say is because when we're talking about, you know, people going down the rabbit hole with signs is one of the things that when I started learning how to communicate with my team really well, one of the things that I what heard was is everything is blamed on spirit. Everybody blames everything on spirit. It's the energy. <laughs> it's my guides. It's the angels. It's their fault. They did it. There. It's this means something. And what they were sharing was less than half, less than half are actually from spirit <laughs> on the grander scale of things. But we are so desperately seeking outside of ourselves for validation or for mm -hmm. connection or meaning that we associate those things. And if you do, that's okay. Like, don't, don't start doubting yourself now. That's not what I'm meaning, but remember that not everything. And I still, to this day do it. I'm like, yeah, what does this mean? What yeah. does this mean? What is this trying to tell me? Yeah. When it, but I always ask, what is it trying to tell me? I don't try to, I don't make it into some bigger thing than that. Now, Jade says that the number one, two, three relates to her dad. That means something to her in one, two, three. And that's great that she has yeah. that association. Yeah. So she knows. Hi, Kate. Welcome. Um, yeah. So I think that too, like, because, you know, also with the law of attraction, um, you know, if you think of something enough, you might start being aware of it. Let's say like a yellow car and all of a sudden you start seeing yellow cars everywhere. <laughs> Come on. It's happened. I remember when I first got my car, like my brand new car, I'm like, oh my God, I've never seen this, this, you know, anniversary edition. And all of a sudden I started seeing it everywhere. I was like, what the hell? I thought this was like a one of a kind car. Like I didn't see a lot of it. All of a sudden I see these Jeeps everywhere. <laughs> the parents will get this one. People who are parents. Mm. I, my kids are both named Southern cities, right? Savannah and Austin. Yeah. But when I named Savannah 22 years ago, nobody had that name. Nobody uh, like, oh was, yeah. And all of a sudden that names were popping up everywhere. I was like a different name, right? Every, <laughs> I, I didn't want the, the run of the mill names, not uh, no offense to anybody who's watching. The minute I chose that name, would you have it everywhere? I mean, everybody, I'm like, I had not heard this name ever until I decided to name her that. And then everybody's name was Savannah. And I was like, <laughs> this is not cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man, I thought it was being original. <laughs> So the next one they have on the list is thinking of someone then immediately receiving a call or text from them. 
right I, after. I say that's tele that's telepathic connection. I think I so. I think so too. They say this is an extremely common one that most people believe is simply a coincidence. You can tell that someone had this when they tell you, I was just thinking about you. And yeah, you know, again, we're collective energy. If you're on the same vibration as someone, it's easier to tune in with them for those kind of things to happen. So that's my belief. <laughs> Me too. Uh, that and, you know, um, to, to, to telepathy, I cannot talk today. Like I almost said, <laughs> felt like my tongue was in a knot. Um, telepathy and then also, um, you know, uh, clairsentience, uh, you know, if you feel all of a sudden you feel their energy and you're like, I just need to reach out to them. And then you do. And they're like, Oh my God, I, how did you know that I was like having a meltdown right now? <laughs> Cause you just, yeah. yeah. Cause you like, <laughs> just, yeah. You're like, you, uh, you tuned in <laughs> the other one that they have here, which actually I think goes a little bit further because, um, because most of the time music is such a big part of me and there's a lot of different things that I get out of music. <laughs> Um, but hearing the first few bars of the next song to play in the radio in the mind before it plays again. And that again is a part of creating something or law of attraction. You know, it's like, oh, I wish I could hear this song. And all of a sudden it pops on like it's literally the next song. <laughs> and you're like, what? What just happened? Awesome is that a sign to you that you are a manifester? <laughs> well, that and I also feel like that that's a sign of precognition. I, mm -hmm. I you know, if you know, the very first episode we did, I ran a contest and the woman, one of the women that won, she told me, I heard my name and then you said it. And, mm. uh, you know, be knowing who she is and have tuned into her team and all that, that was her, it's her precognition because it's starting to happen more and more. Um, and it's it, it, in a way it is a sign because it's a validating thing, right? They're validating for her that yeah. she is, she she's precognition that she, she's psychic basically. So, and now the other thing that happens with me with music is that I happen to be asking a question or thinking about something that I am kind of perplexed on and I get an answer through the song. Does that happen to you? It happens to me a lot. It depends sometimes. So my, even my dad, um, my dad talks to my husband a lot through music. Um, I will get songs for other people. <laughs> <laughs> somebody. Um, but I don't get, I don't get that a lot every now and then I will get it, uh, actually more lately. I think it's just because, um, I've been working or been hanging out with your peeps a lot more lately. Uh, so that's been happening a little bit more and I have to, here's when I know that it's for sure. Like, my team trying to get a message to me because I'm not, I'm ignoring them or I'm not listening. They will play a song in my head that I cannot stand to get my attention. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> if I'm not listening and I'll know, cause I'll feel their energy and I'm just like <clears throat> mad scientists over here doing stuff that I probably shouldn't be doing. Yeah. And, uh, pushing. And then they'll start, they'll get annoyed and they'll start playing a song in my head that I can't stand. And I'll be like, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I also I also get songs that um, if a song means something to me with a person, especially a past loved one, that will pop on, and I know that that's their way of saying hello to me. I just know it. I feel it. It's what it means to me. Um, you know, I, that happens a lot to me. Is where all of a sudden, you know, my favorite song with my best friend comes up, and I just know, I know she's saying hello to me. <laughs> so yeah. 
That happens a music's lot with me. Good, though. Music, if you're somebody who's naturally drawn to music and, you know, it's something that soothes your soul and, and you mm -hmm. find and resonate with messages in the music, there's a really good chance you're clear audience as well. I'm just going to put that out there <laughs> uh, because that's usually a telltale sign. But um, music is so healing. And, you know, sometimes there is no message there, but they know you're in a bad mood or you're, you're mm -hmm. going through something and you need to have your vibration raised. And so mm -hmm. they're going to play a song that's either going to get you to cry or it's going to get you, um, you know, to just belt out and because you got to remember music is a frequency. And so when we sing, when we are, even if it's not good singing, we are using our own voice to move yeah. energy through our body. So that's very, 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 very healing. I can't say that mm -hmm. enough. So sing, sing in the shower, sing when you're driving, but they know that this is going to help you. And I'm just going to tell you today, today was a really weird day for me. You guys, I was, I was like this, um, and um, on the way home today, and this is what happens. And I don't even judge myself anymore. I don't think, you know, I don't think it's weird anymore, but I was literally listening to some gangster rap music. I was listening to some Tupac and I'm in the middle of just like, I know every word of Tupac and just tears just started streaming. And I was like, ah! <laughs> because I just needed, it's like a certain frequency will hit and it will be an instant release. So don't judge yourself. Just let it, just let it rip. Um, another, another one for synchronicity. And this just happened to Johanna. This just happened to her randomly, randomly receiving a gift that you've been <laughs> wanting, even though you haven't told anyone that you wanted it. <laughs> you want to tell the story, Johanna? Oh my God. So I posted this meme of this guy in the ocean sitting on a giant unicorn raft and he's catching a fish. He's, you can see this like huge bass, or I don't even know what kind of fish it was, but it looked like a bass and he's pulling it up on the thing. It's pretty obnoxious, pretty obnoxious float. <laughs> I mean, it was huge, right? But the guy's fishing on it. And so I'm like, oh my God, this is totally goals. We're like this goal, hashtag goals. Like I was like, this is me, right? This would be me. I don't need a boat. Just give me a unicorn. And there's this package that came that day. And my husband's like, I have to talk to my people. Like you can't open it yet. And so it was like, what, 30 minutes after I posted that meme? I don't even, I didn't know you posted it. Paul oh, you did it? Mm -mm, Paul told me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I post this meme, right? Like 30 minutes later, my husband walks in with the Amazon box and his phone because he was on FaceTime with Tanya and open it up. And I should have brought it in here. And it, it was a unicorn float for me to blow <laughs> up to put in the pool. <laughs> I was That's like, right. I was like, the, you ask and the universe was like, here you go. <laughs> she, she, bam, she got that. And it just shows you how in sync we are in synchronicity <laughs> because, uh, and I've, I've been wanting to get something cause you know, she, um, the one thing I love is gift giving. It's like one of my favorite things to do, but I'm a jokester and I love giving things that are a little bit kid-like. And, um, I wanted to get you something that was a little bit over the top for your 40th. <laughs> So the first thing I did was I messaged Paul, like, I think that was like the past weekend. And I said, Hey, does she have a unicorn float? And he's like, no, <laughs> why would she have a unicorn float? <laughs> I was like, okay, perfect. That's the one I'm going to get her. I'm going to pick up, I'm hoping to pick up tomorrow a tutu because I'm putting oh. a tutu on and wearing and getting on the unicorn. <laughs> behind that, But that's for another day. But it's the same thing though. If you think about it with 
with Facebook or TV or Instagram or any of those things, you think of something and then all of a sudden you're scrolling and that's all you start seeing, right? Yeah. Or you just said something and then you turn around and the TV's repeating it or someone on the radio is saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. It, that is a sign, but I also feel like at some level that is also um, different things, different energies in the plays as well there. Now, have you ever been in a circumstance where you're with a lot of people and you're seeing a lot of signs on, um, you know, depending on like where you are, the situation, but you don't want to really tell anybody you're seeing them all and you look petrified. <laughs> you ever had that where you're like, holy, what's going on right now? Yeah. I've had that feeling quite a few times, especially in business where I'll see certain things. I'm like, oh, what's going on? But I don't want to say anything. <laughs> That's happened to me quite, quite often. It's a boundaries thing. One and two, sometimes you need, some people just need the lesson. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's a, that's a good point. If I'm called to tell somebody, then I will. But if I'm not, then I'm like, I don't, I I don't need to go get in their business. (laughs) Yeah. One of the signs that I see a lot and Johanna knows about this because I always send her pictures and (laughs) I Listen, it's just, it is what it is. But um, for license plates, you know, I do see numbers a lot, but I don't just see numbers. I see, I see specific words. And the word that I always see is hug. And it's always on a license plate. And I can't, and first you're like, oh, how many hugs can there be in New Jersey? Let me tell you, I have a whole slew of pictures of license plates that say hug because now I'm just like, I just want to keep a whole thing like, oh, I saw a hug today. Oh, they're giving me a hug today. I do the license plate thing too. And I get, I don't get specific ones. Like, so my biggest numbers, the three number, there's a bunch of numbers that are, that have a a specific meaning for me. I am, I think there's probably three or four sets of numbers that I know what the messages are, but I will get, and my husband too, license plates are insane. So I will get the mirror. So four, six, six, four, I'll get, um, one, two, three, four, I'll get three ones, three sevens, like mm-hmm. just constant. It'll be yeah. a constant flow. And it started because I know I actually created this because I used to work with, um, Archangel Gabriel. And I would say, Gabriel, let's play a game. Show me some license plates. And so we started, well, it never stopped. So <laughs> anytime we go anywhere and then I introduce it to my husband. Now my husband sees it everywhere. So another good reason why people need to keep sharing their synchronicities is because it brings it into the awareness of other people. And wasn't he seeing things like, wasn't he seeing like dolls or something that was like, it was hysterical. I swear. It was like toys or something. Oh my God. No, th- that was real though. Those weren't like in clairvoyantly. Oh, okay. Okay. That was, <laughs> that was a whole, God, I don't even know what kind of episode that would be. You guys, <laughs> I was seeing like, what was it? Toy story toys or yeah, uh, it was the like people, there must've just been some weird people out there that was like, you know what? I'm just going to pose this, pose this toy. toy. Like it's doing something. And my husband was like, he went to like three different places and there was toys. <laughs> It was so strange. It is strange. But if people see certain things and they're in that vibration, they might see it as a sign. Yeah. They might see it as a sign. I think it was a sign that he needed to play more or something. <laughs> it could be. Could be. I I do love the signs that we get um, from our, our loved ones. And one of my favorite one 
is a story of my, it's actually a story my entire family sees as a sign for a particular person, which is my Opa, my grandfather. He, the story goes is that he had this, this, and he used to live in Florida and there was this bird on a sliding, um, glass door that would see its reflection and keep banging on it. Right. And it happened to be a cardinal. And my Uppa was a very patient man when it came to um, wanting to get rid of something or like that. So what he did is he he created a trap, a box with a string. I, I mean, this, story, this, yeah. this man could catch a fly with his hand. Like he was very, and he was very patient. He, he caught the bird. He caught the bird. And um, he drove out and he let the bird go. I mean, he didn't go that far, but he thought he was far enough. But it's a bird. A bird's going to fly back. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but think about it. <laughs> the exact bird. I mean, this is this was the part that I yeah. remember telling you in the story. I was like, yeah. the odds of the exact bird. Mm. If, you fly t- if you drive two miles and let that bird yeah. go, that it's going to come back to your house. I'm like, what are yeah. the odds of that? So it came back and it kept doing the same thing. And he was like, oh, <laughs> you know, so it was this inside joke about this cardinal. And when he passed away... My dad started getting a bird, and it was a cardinal slamming at his his window. <laughs> and we're like, "There's Uppa," <laughs> and I got the same thing that happened to me when I lived in my condo. And it's now become this thing when we see a cardinal, we say, "Oh, there's Uppa," because <laughs> it's like we're like, "That's just how our our way of like." This is what I was talking about: how you make something personal to you as a sign. And those are the things that actually comfort us, make us laugh, think of a story that, you know, these are good memories. These are funny stories in that sense. So you can absolutely have something relate to you and still have it be a sign because it has meaning to you. It's not, you know, it doesn't have to be something like, you know, cardinals are a common symbol for past loved ones, Mm -hmm. the red bird. So that is a very common one, but that one happened to mean a little bit more to us. Because yeah, I mean, that's a little bit, and this is, and I want to, so I'm going to share a story, but then I have a tip that I want you guys to try. So if you watch Mm. this, I want you to try it and then either report back on the comments or go to our Facebook page, um, and share, just post on our wall, um, and share your story. Um, because when you share things like that, though, it, it really, um, on a side note, our angels and our loved ones, they love gratitude and appreciation. So when you see signs, you can say, thank you more, please. All the time. They love sure. appreciation. So just knowing that. So, mm-hmm. okay. So my, my story is when I first started having this happen and, and becoming aware of it um, was when my grandma died. Uh, my grandma was like a mom to me. She was very close. And, and um, I think I've shared the story about, you know, her coming to me after she died, but um, dimes. She would leave me mm. dimes and n- not just any dime. The dimes are always brand new, like as in shiny. I think you just got it out of a bank and it was like off the print. But Aww. so I used to find them all the time. And I think in the beginning, my husband really thought I was just nuts and I was just <laughs> grasping onto things. Right. So yeah. one day in our old house, I, I cleaned like top to bottom. You guys, there was nothing on the counter not a thing. Not one item was on that counter. I walked into our bedroom. I walked out. There was a freaking dime sitting on that counter. I about fell over. I was like, this, I can't make this up, Paul. Like this, do you see this? Now this, that does continue to happen to me. Uh, every now and then it'll, it'll be when I really need 
her energy because she was like that goddess. Like she was mm-hmm. a bad grandma, was a badass. Um, <laughs> she, was <a> <laughs> she is, man. She was a badass. So um, every now and then, if I, I mean, I get, I see dimes all the time, but it'll show up when I know there's not a possibility that my husband could have dropped change. I could have been somewhere. It'll show up. My dad will leave quarters or um, quarters or um, pennies. And he is the Cardinal and, or the Redbird. I, I, I don't call it the Cardinal. I call it the Redbird. Did I do it to annoy my husband Um, (laughs) (laughs) and dragonflies. So Mm. what I do, because you know, there's, I, we have bird feeders. So, of course, I'm going to get, I'm going to get red birds and, um, we have a lot of farms around us. So of course I'm going to have a ton of dragonflies. They love corn, right? We grow corn out here like crazy. So I'll sit out on my screen room porch with my cup of coffee in the morning and I'll see a whole bunch of red birds and, mm-hmm. uh, I'll say, all right, dad, let's see a trick. Show mm-hmm. me some. And, or sometimes I'll ask him to do a specific thing, but almost every time that bird will like turn and just beeline it right towards the screen. And at the last second, go straight up or Uh or do something that is totally not in alignment for what they would, their normal behavior. And the thing is, is they can control animals like birds and butterflies and uh, dragonflies and things like that, like remote control. Ladybugs. Just they have, they can work them just like a remote control. So this is what I want you to do. If your sign is a butterfly, is a dragonfly, is a, is a red bird, or maybe it's a different bird, right? It could be a different bird. Um, Or if it's a certain feather, a type of bird feather, I want you to ask for the sign to show up in a specific way. So if you see the red bird, ask it, say, if this is like, if it was your dad, Say, okay, dad, do something different with the bird. Make the bird come at me. Make the bird do a weird thing, whatever. But when you ask, this is you connecting with them. And then when they do it, I want you to be like, yeah, that was awesome. Thank you. And like, just share about it because that validation is, that's the true validation right there. When you are trusting that that's who it is and asking them to do something with it. It's true. I know when I was, I was having, I was not trusting my intuition or like, I was like, I don't know if this is really something. Right. And, um, Johanna knows the story already. My, my mom sends me ladybugs and so does does my best friend, Tanya. She sends me ladybugs. And I was, uh, starting to learn how to connect with my guides. I was very new at it. And, um, I wanted to also call in Odin who does, you know, a lot of things with Odin is flying, you know, things, anything flying a bird insect or anything like that. And I wasn't sure if I was connecting right. And so I asked my mom and said, mom, I don't think I'm connecting. Can you help me, you know, connect? Right. And I said, but I'm like, you like, show me a late Now This was the middle of winter. Okay. This is dead of winter. <laughs> I said, can you show me a ladybug? I'm not seeing it. I don't know if I'm doing it right. And um, I didn't see anything and, you know, whatever. I was thinking I was going to see an image or something. I woke up the next morning and I looked in the corner of my wall and there was like a colossal of ladybugs, like fest, like a fester of them in the corner of my wall. And I was like, what the hell? (laughs) 
it looked like it, it it almost looked like what a, a beehive would be with covered in yeah bees. i mean it like looked like in my this. in my room i had a picture of it and they kept coming back and they would always be in my bedroom when i was like when i needed something and i just knew i knew it was my mom and we would never clear those we left those ladybugs alone they just kind of dissipated on their own we're like whatever i think our house is infested but we're gonna go with this because i think it's my mom and mm -hmm. she can stay there yeah <laughs> well you know and sometimes the signs have particular meanings especially when it comes to animals because i know last year before the hurricane when we evacuated we were getting ready to uh, literally, we were getting ready to get in our vehicles and drive away from our house, and we didn't know if it was going to be for the last time. And a praying mantis showed up inside mm -hmm. our house. We don't ever see those here. I never see praying mantises. Um, and they're not common out there. Um, if they are, it's not you in my neighborhood. Yeah, I mean, because we know <laughs> we get them pretty often here. That's why I was asking. <laughs> we're very rural, and so okay. you know, yeah. I just it's not. Um, you know, I see lightning bugs more than I would see a praying mantis. Yeah. But um, it was a big one and it was in the house. And praying mantises, uh, I actually work with the Mantis Collective. Um, they are the most healing energy. And it was a beautiful sign because it means patience. It means healing and trust. Um, and when I saw that, I knew everything, you know, in my heart. I mean, obviously I was still a mess a little bit but mm -hmm. in my heart i knew that that was a sign that it was okay you know what i mean like things would be yeah. okay so sometimes animals show up and it doesn't matter who it's from it's a sign from you know the collective from god whatever you want to call it you know that it's a message for you within that animal that that animal totem is there for a reason I, and that's so true is that depending on where you are in your life and a specific animal comes up I am so in tune with that, um, where I will, you know, see the strength of that animal or what their behaviors are and kind of relate that to my life. Mm -hmm. And um, I find so much meaning in that. And it does bring you comfort. It brings you comfort. I mean, these signs can be very comforting to you during your growth spurts, mm -hmm. but also, um, you know, make you laugh. And, you know, and, and like I said, you have to also, depending on your vibration, you know, some of these signs might seem scary to you too. And we actually had, um, you know, we had a viewer who shared us oh. a story. <laughs> it was a little bit long, um, but uh, Vicky had shared a story with us on, um, you know, it was a little bit it's fear funny shit, though. It is funny. And I do you have it on. on yeah, I haven't available. Okay, go ahead. I'll let you read it. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but, but, we'll, but give, I... we'll paraphrase it. Yeah, I'm going to read through, I'm going to read through some of it. So, okay. um, and again, I, there is a little bit of fear based in here. So this is not to, sh to share fear. This is, I want you guys to find the humor in this because this is funny. This is super mm -hmm. funny. So she says early in her awakening, she was convinced she was being haunted. Um, she really didn't know a whole lot about the awakening or, you know, anything about spiritual awakenings. And most of the research she had done online was, um, from the past was scary and she related it to scary movies and just feeling that overwhelm you know that excess energy we feel when our senses you know open up um and no she wasn't really in connection with anybody that uh, could give her the help that she needed honestly so she says she so coming from a catholic background i decided to go to a local catholic church and get some holy water to protect myself well, I hit the mother load and found a whole gallon. 
And you guessed it. I stole a gallon of holy water from the Catholic church. (laughs) So I get home, I stash the water and later that day, read an article about how angels and demons present as flashing lights. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. And before you know it, I'm seeing flashing lights everywhere. So all of a sudden uh, a plan formulates and I go into the garage and I find my son's old super soaker, a really big super soaker. And I (laughs) fill that thing up with water. And then since I was also seeing synchronicities about vampires, I don't know how she correlated those two together. (laughs) Sorry, Vicky. I added some garlic to it. (laughs) you know, just in case this woman is walking around her house with a super soaker filled with holy stolen water. I love it with garlic in it. A couple of nights later, I woke up suddenly to see this ominous green light flashing at me. So I stopped myself from peeing the bed and pull out the super soaker that I was sleeping with. (laughs) I took it out and started screaming F you demon. And I let loose. With about a half a gallon of holy water, I obliterated that bitch. Sparks were flying everywhere. Don't mess with me. As it turned out, I took out a perfectly good smoke detector. (laughs) And then the next day, my now ex-husband, go figure, saw it sleeping in separate rooms at the time. Uh, So we won't go in all of that. But um, that is some funny ass shit right there. But it's true, like when, when for the people who are getting fear based on this, or they are in a mindset of a belief that they were brought up in, they can go, you can, you can really go, <laughs> like you can really read into this with an expectation of something that's bad or evil. And you attract this stuff, you know, like you are attracting this um, in this level, this vibration. So, uh-huh. you know, this is just like a kid having a bad dream in a sense, and it's attracting this stuff because this is where they are. They're in that fear-based. But the the point is, is she acted on it. <laughs> That's what I love about her. I just love that she had a super soaker and she was sleeping with the fucker with yeah. garlic in it. I mean, like, <laughs> that's just like the best thing ever. I told Tanya before we got on the show, I was like, I was like, oh, you wanted to, to get super soaker. Yeah. I was like, you have to, we have to do the show with super soakers, but her super soakers aren't here. No, no, no super soakers. You know, I do want to, I do want to say something on here because I know it'll be a question that we get. Yes. You, when you um, have any type of clairvoyance within you activated where you start your, your third eye starts opening. When you see spirit, you you can, it can show up as um, you can see their energy as flashes of light. Some people almost it appears to them almost like um, a camera flash. Uh, For me, it shows up as sparkles as if I hit my head. You know how you like the cartoon has the sparkles. Yeah. Um, I'll see it with sparkles, but I also see energy um, ethereally with my eyes open anyway. So uh, it's different. It's going to be a little bit different for me, but that it, that's not necessarily meaning. I know I, you guys know, I don't believe in demons. So it is flashes are angels. And um, I just, I, I just, I love this story so much just because she put garlic in there. I don't know where the vampire association came. I don't know. Maybe she was watching a little too much paranormal or reading. I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to ask her next time she's on. I was just looking through the story. I was like, was she watching? Like, what was this? Those three sisters that had the, the witch they were. Hocus Pocus. No. <laughs> was Shannon Doherty. Oh, what was that show called? I never got into it. The witch one. Oh, remember the name of it. 
I'm sure somebody will charmed. Thank you. Yes. There you go. Charmed. Yeah. See, I never watched that show. I never got into it. I loved that show. Did you? I'm really hooked on Sabrina right now. (laughs) I can't get enough of Sabrina, the teenage witch, the new one on Netflix. Everybody's got to watch that stuff. There's a new one. Oh my God. It's amazing. It's, it's like, it's like kind of like a, it's almost like Buffy the vampire, but like a little darker and I love it. It's not the Sabrina we grew up with, but it's amazing. Oh. I love it. I'm, I'm hooked on it. And I've been binge watching it. I'm still catching up on it. I'm a little bit behind. So people are probably like, I've seen that already, <laughs> but I, uh, I love it. Kate says charmed. There is a reboot on Netflix of Char- There's a reboot. There's a reboot? Charmed? I didn't even know what I'm going to have to watch that. I know that they're bringing back 90210. So maybe Shannon Doherty is a double do double dip in there. Is Shannon on there, Kate? She'll have to let us know. She would know. Sabrina is amazing. I didn't watch Sabrina a whole lot. What was the other one you talked about? The other one? I don't know. You're naming off a bunch of shows. Uh, recently or I don't know. Never mind. Uh, the, uh, good omens. The one we talked about before. No, not that one. Never mind. Forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> the, other, the other thing is with past loved ones is electricity. I know that's big for a lot of people. I've had experiences with that. Um, my ex-husband and I both did with his mom. Um, she, we had this lamp when she passed away. It was one of those touch lamps that, um, you know, you could turn on with your, like with the, with the side, but it was bro- okay. This, this lamp was broken. Like it never worked. And this lamp would all of a sudden start turning on um, when it wasn't working. <laughs> like, it was like, we're like, what? And um, I remember I had, had put an intention out. Um, it was Christmas morning. And I said, um, if you can hear us, can you please turn the lamp on for Christmas morning for him? And it was on. It was on. And he came down. He's like, my mom's here. (laughs) So um, I do believe electricity is something that can be easily subtle, especially with with them. Yeah. And water too. Water's a big one. When you're taking a bath or you're in a pool or you're in the ocean, when you're in water, um, it's easier for you to connect with your loved ones or your guides. So that's a really good time to like meditate in the bath or when you're floating in a pool or in the ocean um, is just to kind of clear your mind and tune into, um, you know, tune into your spirit guides or your, your higher self. Even it's Mm -hmm. really, it's a lot easier to connect in water in the beginning. So what about seeing signs that aren't necessarily seeing, but using your other senses like fragrances, smells? Yeah, I get that. So early on, um, I, on my YouTube channel, I did a series on, on the, the different clairs. And so when you have the clear smelling and the clear tasting, they usually go hand in hand and, um, they're not very common. I quit smoking. Um, I think in 2016 and in 2017, early in 2017, I remember sitting at my computer and smelling, um, no, that's when I started tasting cigarettes. And that is not a fun taste. Let me tell you, (laughs) I wasn't smoking. So I was like, Oh, and I knew it was my dad. But before that, um, in 2016, probably about six months after he passed is when we started smelling cigars and cigarettes. Mm. I, I started to smell it. My son, interestingly enough, he's, he's 12. Um, that is one of his primary strongest gift is scent. He can smell all kinds of stuff. It's the Mm -hmm. weirdest thing. 
Now, the other thing is, is certain angels or certain guides. So goddess Kali Ma has a, has a certain scent for me. And then Tanya's mom, Tanya's yeah. mom has a, has mm. a scent. And so certain ones, and I have to, once I associate that smell with them, it's really easy, you know, Yeah. but, um, when you smell a loved one's perfume, or if you're not a smoker and you're say your, your, your pop up, you know, passed away and he was a cigar smoker and you're somewhere where there's nobody smoking a cigar and you smell it. I mean, that's a definite sign. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree on that. I think there's other, you know, with your senses. I mean, obviously if you're hearing things, you know, the music is Mm -hmm. definitely big, but definitely tasting and smelling and um, being open to those kind of things. And, you know, the other thing is just thoughts, you know, or if a thought pops into your head and you're wondering where the heck that came from, or if there's a memory, memory, Mm -hmm. um, especially dreams, I think dreams can be huge signs for us. Um, with the symbolism that's involved, especially it, it could be, it doesn't have to be a loved one, but there's something in there that is, or, you know, whether it's within our subconscious or not, that's coming out for us to either be aware of, or, you know, you know, sometimes we have those crazy dreams and we're like, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> well, I know that when, when a lot of times when people pass away early on in the beginning, a lot of times, especially for those who are not yet fully awake and aware of everything, um, their loved ones will visit them in their dreams because in that state, their, their conscious mind and their ego is asleep. Mm-hmm. And so they are more open. Right. And so when that time that they can receive and for people who generally don't remember their dreams or you wake up and you're like, it was so real, you know, mm-hmm. those, those are always your loved ones, you know, coming to yeah. visit you and, um, let you know that they're okay. And how, and it really is like, how open are you to the universe? I think one of my favorite quotes is um, Abraham Hicks. And it's once you make a decision, the universe conspires to make it happen. And I feel like that's such a powerful. Good or bad, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. Powerful quote as to being these, we are manifestors. We, we can, we are co-creators. We are collective energy. And, you know, whatever we put our thoughts towards, good or bad, we are bringing that in towards us in that vibration. And that's where I believe these synchronicities and these signs come about, depending on what it is, the people we meet. Um, It's just like one of those things where, you know, um, you might start changing, you know, to your, you know, different interests or hobbies and stuff. And all of a sudden you start seeing that more, or you start meeting people who are same, you know, interested in that you are, you are in this vibration to be more open to it. So of course you're going to see more of that, you know, you're going to attract more of that. Well, not only that, but in this, you know, mother Gaia, this, you know, this planet that we're on has already moved into the fifth dimension. And so the energy of instant manifestation and that it being accelerated has already happened. And so actually this, this um, last energy forecast that I did, that was one of the biggest things that came through was people are going to start noticing how quickly their thoughts, their beliefs, uh, their words, and their actions manifest into their reality. Whereas before it would take a little bit of time for these things to show up. And now it's almost instantaneous. And one of the things, um, you know, 
you have to really think about what's going, being aware, right? What are you thinking in your head and what, what attachments are you giving that? Because the soon as you attach anything to it, it's like this, it's just starting, it's just starting to happen. And yeah. And even though you don't like, you're not going to see it tomorrow, right. But it's going to come in a lot faster and you've already put your order in the order is done and gone. There's no turning back now. And so that was the thing that they were talking about this week is was stressing that especially for the month of July and all the things that are shifting July is a big shift for us every year, especially this year, this is a really big one for us, but they said, this is, this is when people are going to start seeing how fast their Mm -hmm. thoughts, their beliefs, their words, and their actions change their reality. Yeah. Now here's a perfect example. We are in mercury retrograde right now. Uh-huh. Now, people know who, who follow Mercury retrograde, they know the specific signs that the retrograde brings in. So people can either focus on that or they can just let those expectations go and see what happens. But yeah, you start seeing and being aware of certain things that do come up. People from your past come up, communication starts getting broken. Um, you well, know, that's like the other thing. everybody shares about how bad Mercury retrograde is or yeah. things that are going to happen. And what I don't say this. What you focus on, you create. Okay. We, you know, follow me, you know, I say that constantly. Yeah. Yeah. And I also, I also believe too, with the transition of, of the retrograde, it's also a, a, a point, a pivotal point to make a choice of making things that are, um, risk takers. So if you are willing to take a risk, um, I take it as a positive thing to do that, to kind of sur- sur- surpass those uh, boundaries in that sense. And that typically for me, um, when I'm in that, I do surpass that. So I don't see the retrograde as a bad thing. I see it as a black and white thing for me. It's like a 50-50 shot. Here I go. <laughs> it's going to happen for me. So that's how I relate to it. But I have a more positive spin on it. So what I'm manifesting again is going to be a little bit different. Now, if you are a person who, now we know all this, I know we have all thought of this, right? Something breaks. Oh, shit. My car just broke. I got two more things to break and then I'm clear because I have because it breaks in threes. It always happens. We all have all done that. I know we have. Yeah, but see, for me, and I'm going to say, I know this is probably cliche, but everything yeah. for me is threes, but three yeah. is a big number for me. Three is a really big number for me. And so um, everything happens in threes for, and it always has been that way. And it probably is a belief and yeah, I'm okay with it. <laughs> I would like to know who came up with a three belief, like who, I like I should came up with a lot of these fucking rules. I want to look up that, um, you know, that belief and see where that came from, because like who came up with a three belief, like, oh, and one thing breaks that, you know, there's two more things well, to go, but then you're scot-free after that. When somebody we, dies, have you know what, that one? when someone dies, oh my God, two more people are going to die. You know what? In our next episode, superstitions. <laughs> That's what we're we going to do that. No, we haven't really done that. We did urban legends. We haven't done oh. superstitions. <laughs> hey, I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm easy. You're I'm like, I'm easy. easy. I whatever I'll do. I was gonna say something else and I forgot. Dang it. So what are some of the other things that um oh Mercury retrograde? That's what we were talking about. Oh yeah. I don't see it as a bad thing either. Um I remember early on, um, again, I had a lot of I was surrounded by a lot of fear-based people who were like, Oh my god, you know, 
you can't sign a contract, you can't do anything. Listen, retrograde means, all it means is it slowed the F down. It's slowed down. So mm. you just, it just means this is a time perspective. for perspective. more <laughs> conscious of your thoughts, your words, and what you're doing. Stop, read through something. It doesn't mean you can't go buy a car. It doesn't mean you can't take a job. I think all of those things are, are way fear-based, but I also think that, um, now, what I do notice with Mercury retrograde is my electronics. Um, I have, I'll have. I agree with that. Sometimes <laughs> I have technology snoop, you know, issues. But the other thing is, is I can't tell anymore if it's Mercury retrograde because it happens all the time for me. When I, when you start channeling, uh, you know, really high dimensional beings, it's really hard to stay grounded. And I can blow. I've blown out my mic. I've, I've crashed a computer. So I've drained a computer on full battery in less than an hour. So you got to remember that they use electricity as a conduit. So the higher the mm. frequency of the being, the more easily they can do that. But my husband is an electronics junkie. So the odds of electronics not working in this house at some point during the day is, is a, it's a pretty much a, a given, but during mercury retrograde, yes, we have a little bit more issues if you will, but I stopped focusing on it. And once, once I, once you stop focusing on it, that, you know, I always forget when it's here and when it's gone. Cause honestly, right. I don't need that in my life. I, my whole business is run off electronics. <laughs> what about, have you ever had the synchronicity? And this is again, of course, is what you're attracting, but that person that comes into your life that all of a sudden, like you're talking to, and the same experience has you, you're going through at the same time. Mm-hmm. I mean, how often does that come up to you? It happened more and more for me as um, I became more awake to things and aware. But I find that was always interesting and intriguing to me. I'm like, wow, I'm finding so many more people that are like going through the same experiences that I am. And- so it, it doesn't. Um, I think that you and probably one other person, we usually go through a lot of the same things at the same time or very close to, um, clients. So I, so when I started bringing spiritual, uh, stuff into my business, I started noticing that I would attract clients who needed me to help them through something I literally just went through. Um, or, Um, I'll get a client and I will be channeling a message for them and I will get like this little, and I'll, and I'm listening because half the time I'm, I don't remember anything I said, and that's my sign to tune into what I'm saying. And I, and it's a message for me. So literally they brought me a client to give me a message because they knew I wouldn't listen unless I had to give it to somebody else that, yeah. So those two things with clients that happens a lot. I know too. The other thing that I think is very interesting is timing, right? Whether it's good timing or bad timing, whether you get stuck on, let's say a train and you miss something and it happens to be, you know, catastrophe down the line and you just missed an accident. Think about 9-11. Think about how many people avoided that and they were so pissed that they missed their flight that day. Yeah. Until afterwards, they weren't pissed anymore. Yeah. But the timing is definitely, I, this is what I always say. Cause you know, we should probably have my husband on at some point. Cause I talk about him a lot, but my husband is not a patient driver and I never used to be either. But one thing that I learned very quickly on this journey was that everything happens in divine timing. 
And so if you are constantly hitting people that are making you slow down, or if you're constantly hitting red lights, I just take it as, okay, maybe I just need to slow my roll a little bit. I will get there when mm. I'm supposed to be right. Sometimes you just need to slow down, but if you're like running red lights and swerving in and out and you know, you're not, if you're trying to force yourself to get somewhere that you're not meant to get there at that time, you know what I mean? So everything happens in divine timing, plane flight delays, everything. There's always, in my opinion, um, now, again, spirit will laugh at me and say, you blame everything on, on that. But I believe because they don't have linear time. So sometimes they have to work within our linear time and they have to slow us down because we're getting somewhere too fast or bring something up quicker. Oh my God, like, uh, you know, I'm getting to go here now and I wasn't expecting to, or I got here so fast or speeding things up to get us on track, if that makes any kind of sense. So now I don't, I don't dwell on time anymore. In fact, I always tell people I'll be there at 12 ish because 12 ish, I'm going to add ish on there so that I'm not late nor <laughs> early. If I'm early. Who cares? I, even if you're in my no, online community, you'll know I do the same thing. I'm like ish, if, 2.30 ish. <laughs> well, I will tell you one thing. Um, there's one thing in my family as Schultz's, we are never freaking late ever. In fact, we're probably a half hour, an hour early and we'll be sitting in our car. <laughs> Their purses like we're early, but we'll sit here. <laughs> I was the same way. I used to I used to be like, oh my God, it's it's a sign of disrespect if you're late or whatever. And I always true my best to get anywhere yeah. on time, but yeah. I don't it's a it's a big pet peeve in my family is like if we're forced to be late, we get like really anxious. <laughs> like we're like, <laughs> why are we late right now? Oh my god, we need to be at this point. What the hell? Like we are the people that show up 45 minutes early. That's the way we are. <laughs> but then when you start to come into this, this type of energy and you know, it's so funny. Cause when you, when you start, when you open yourself up to being and living in this spiritual journey in this awareness, whether you're a medium or a psychic or both or whatever it, you begin to live differently, completely there, the rules Whoever this person is that made this stupid rule book that we have to do things all this way, we have to eat dinner at five o'clock at the table. We all have to sit rule. together. Yeah. If, you know, we have to be early. We have to do this. We can't, you know, once we say yeah. yes, we have to show up even if we don't want to go anymore. Like whoever made this rule book that those rules go out the door when this happens and you start living a complete and utter different life. And if you don't, you will experience major resistance. At least that's how it showed up for me. Yeah. Do you ever find signs in, let's say, I mean, and of course this can be in music too, but ever watch shows and all of a sudden you're like, this is like my life. Yeah. <laughs> do you ever do that? Mm-hmm. Not saying Sabrina, the teenage witch is my life, but sometimes I feel like I resonate with her right now where it's like, this is my life. This is, this is exactly how I feel right now. Why am I all sudden seeing this? <laughs> I remember when I saw, um, you know, the, the guy, the healer, Oh, yes. Yes. So when he first came out, um, the way that I feel uh, my ETs, the galactic energy is it's when you're first learning about it, it's, it's intense. Like their vibration is great. It's cray cray. But I, uh, part of my gift is feeling the energy moving out of my Mm -hmm. hands and I can get that magnetic thing happening where I can go up to someone and it'll snap like this. And so, but at that time in the beginning, I had no idea. I thought I was crazy. I didn't understand what's happening. So this guy comes out 
And I was like, oh, this is so awesome. I'm so glad like this is starting to go mainstream. And he started talking about his gift. And I looked over at my husband. I'm like, I have that. You're like, I'm not alone. I'm not alone. It is a great feeling. It is a great feeling to not feel alone because sometimes on this journey, we do feel that's one of the signs is we feel alone. So when that comes in, it feels it's a good feeling. Mm -hmm. It's a good feeling. So which brings me to the next one, which we're going to wrap this up because we're already I can't believe it's already 930 here. We should Um, like hang out all night. I know it's ridiculous. But um, and Johanna, I know you're gonna have something so profound that comes out on this is um, what I mean, the bottom line is what is the purpose of all this? What's the purpose of all this? Of the synchronicity and the signs is to open you up, is to open your yeah. awareness. Because what they tell me is, you know, the when something comes into your awareness, it uh, it's like you can't ever not, you can't, once you know something, you can't unknow it. And so when you see this, okay, and then you see something else, it opens you a little bit more and, it, and this and opens you up a little bit more. But they're trying to get you to the point to where you understand without a shadow of a doubt that you are the co-creator of this reality. And even with the energy of free will, you know, um, I was at this conference in Boston and we had uh, a spirit, um, a gentleman was trans channeling um, White Eagle and he did this whole (laughs) He did this whole analogy about, you know, how much free will you really, really have that it's almost like we feel like we have free will, but honestly, there's not a whole lot there that we, that, you know, we're playing on this string, Mm -hmm. but the more you see these signs and synchronicities, the more you trust them. Okay. So that's the number one is trusting them, trusting that at the end of the day, if you just believe that this sign or synchronicity means that you are being present in your own energy and that you're being aware of it. You have to be present to see these things, right? In your presence, when you are present, this is the only time you have any control. In your present, when you're in your presence, in that moment, you are what they say, you are God. You are the aspect of God. We all come from that same creator energy. And so this is the point. The point is, is to open you up further and further and further and help you remember. And that's what the signs are there for. That's what the connection to your guides are for. That's what the connection with your loved ones is for, is to remember that you are spirit embodied in form at this moment. And that Mm -hmm. is it. You came here to have an experience, to um, enjoy physicality, to connect and touch, uh, because you can't do that in energetic form. And Mm. so it's just to remember and to bring that energy down and to embody it and ground it into this physical vessel. And the more you can remember that you are this energetic being having a human experience, you quit taking shit so personally, you know, a majority of the time, not always, Mm -hmm. but, um, and you start to step into that energy of the elusive flow. Because when you're in flow, then you're following your intu- intuition, you're trusting, you're stepping and allowing the floor to appear as you go. And that's their main goal is to get everybody to step into that infinite awareness and become the creator. Stop seeking outside of yourself. And it all starts with these signs. Almost every person I've ever spoken to 
except for maybe a few, and I've talked to a lot of people, the very first thing that they noticed when it came to synchronicities was 1111 or 111. Yeah. And the, the one is the one is it's just, it, it's the beginning. It's the start of everything. It's the energy of manifestation and creation. And that's why so many people begin and see one, you know, just the ones, mm -hmm. um, because that's, that's their sign for, you need to start being aware that your thoughts become mm -hmm. things, your thoughts become your reality at the minute you attach meaning to it and give it an identity. Yeah. And yeah, that's, sure. that's their way. That's their, what at least my team has to say about it anyway. And I would like to add to that, that this is a relationship with you also your higher self. Correct. So this, this is a very bonding relationship with you. So when you can start to have that relationship with your higher self, this is where this comes in about. And also, if you want to put a positive spin on it, it's, you know, whether it's saying you're on the right track or, or not, these are things that come up on us so that we can define it for us. Mm -hmm. You know, so I always tell people, what does it mean to you? Like, stop. Yeah. If you yeah. feel called to Google it, by all means, Google it. Absolutely. You'll probably get five different versions and the ones <laughs> you're drawn to, there's going to be a message in there for you yeah. that you're going to resonate and connect with. But I can't tell you the biggest word that we'll say as healers or readers or anything else is, well, the thing we'll throw back at your face is, how does this resonate to you? Yeah. What is it? Yeah. What does it, what mean, it mean to, to you? you? Because what it means to me might be completely different. And what we're saying might come out to us as batshit crazy, but it might mean something to you. So our job is to have it and just say it yeah. and say, well, I don't know what this might mean, but it might mean something to you. And we're comfortable and confident enough to do that, to be mm -hmm. open and vulnerable, to do that as healers, to say that not everyone is at that level, but when people are, you never know who you're going to affect. And it's not because we don't know, like a lot yeah. of people I've had, I had a client tell me one time, uh, or actually they weren't even a client. They were just someone that I was trying to help. And they're like, oh, well, you're supposed to be a psychic medium. You're supposed to know what this means. And I'm like, it's not my job to tell you what it means to you. What does yeah. it mean? To you? My job is to teach you how to connect back to you. Yeah. And even with so, the guides, even with the guides, they're wanting me to tell you guys this. So the, the, your guides, the reason why certain people connect with certain guides is because they are an aspect of you. So at one point in some type of timeline or reality, if you have a strong connection, like I do with certain beings, there's a reason for that. I, I have, you have a relationship with them because you were them at one point, or you have a, like a family connection to them, if that makes sense. Right. And that's why some people they don't connect with everybody. You're not meant to like you have your family. It's not that others can't come in, but the yeah. reason why is that they, you have that connection and you're able to connect to them is because they are an aspect of you and you are an aspect of them. That's, that's a really good point. And I know, I know we're running a little late, but Vicki had a really good question and I wanted us to address it. She okay. goes, what if you are absolutely bombarded by signs? What do you do now? That to me is a form of, and um, keep in mind on this, when you see signs, it's almost a form of a little bit of insecurity because you aren't sure what any of it means. And you think that there's going to be a meaning on it. So you're putting an expectation mm -hmm. on it. So it becomes that it becomes I'm bombarded and this has to mean something. Here's what I'll tell you to do. Vicki is I tell you to go sit, go sit without meditation music, put some headphones in just to clog your ears, um, and connect 
to your higher self. Uh, like set the intention to connect to your higher self through your breath and then ask, what are all these signs trying to tell me? Because the fact that you're seeing so many from, from what I'm hearing right now is a sign that they are trying to get your attention because they want to connect with you and you are not connecting with them. And if you are, you are not trusting them. And mm. that's when they start bombarding you because they are trying to get your attention. Yeah. And I would like to add to that too. If you are the kind of person that gets so many signs and they start contradicting it themselves, meaning that you think all of a sudden you're on the right path and you see something and you're like, Oh no, no, no. I just made the wrong decision. They just told me I made the wrong one. You, this is, this is insecurity. This is you not being sure of yourself yet. And that's okay. You need to accept that and say, I'm okay. I'm feeling insecure. Allow that feeling of insecurity to come up so you can clear it yep. because you're not addressing it. Yep. And that's, that's the big thing right there, because the more you say it, you are, you're not listening to yourself. Mm -hmm. Yourself is telling you you are insecure. <laughs> so it's saying, okay, I don't trust myself right now. Let my, let me give myself that thing. Okay. I'm insecure. I'm not trusting myself. It's okay. I'm allowed to feel this because there's a part of you that might not think it's okay to not trust yourself. There's a part of you that might feel that it's not normal or that, you know, you've might been programmed to say, okay, well, you can't make these decisions on your own. You aren't something you are yeah, not worthy enough. It probably happened it's when a you wound. Were a child. It's a wound that you have to clear. This is a lot of inner child mm. clearing that you yes. still have to do. There's a lot of homework that's involved with that. So when you see those contradictions, step back. Like Johanna said, step back, take a breath. You don't need music. You don't need any of that shit. Mm -mm. Just you. Yeah. <laughs> so. I'm the one who rec I record transmissions all the time, but I'll tell you, uh, 90% of the time, uh, I sit in complete and utter silence in the pitch black dark and I sit and I connect with myself because some days it's very active. Some days it's nothing. And I don't really have an expectation, um, unless I'm working on something, but the best thing you can do is, um, to stop seeking outside of you for validation. But in the beginning, if you're doing that, it's okay. So don't judge yourself. Um, and like she said, it's the very best advice. It's what I teach my, my students is, is whatever you're feeling, accept that feeling. Don't judge it. Just accept it um, so that it can pass through mm -hmm. and just ask, what is this trying to show me? The whole point of like when people talk about how they're insecure, or they don't have any confidence. It just means you don't trust yourself. So the more you can practice um, trusting the guidance that you're getting, the the of course, it's a replacing a limiting belief with a belief that works, right? Or a bad habit with a good habit. You have to replace it with something. You can't just say, I'm going to release this, this belief that's not serving and not replace it with anything. There has to be something that comes in its, in its place. So what I like to do is, and I, and I do this all the time, they're spirit fun days. And I just do them for fun. Because spirit fun days, love it. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I have pretty good communication with my team. But I will be like, what do you want me to wear today? Uh, where do you want me to, you know, we'll get in the truck. I'm going to say, I'm going to go somewhere. I'd be like, where do we go? And I just trust what comes and I go sometimes really cool things happen. Sometimes nothing, but it's not the point. The point is, is I, I practice constantly communicating with my higher self, with my, with my soul, with my guidance, because whether you are awake and consciously speaking to your team or your higher self guess what? Your body is designed and built to be a GPS system. Listen to it. The cleaner your energy is, the cleaner you understand the way your energy feels and your body feels, 
your body will tell you everything you ever wanted to know. And a lot more you don't. <laughs> so true. Rant over. Uh, rant over. And we have to close out. We're a little late now. So, <laughs> hey, listen, if you guys are just tuning in on here, make sure you go ahead and hit that like button. It really helps us out. So go ahead and hit like. And if you aren't um, following us yet, please feel guided to go ahead and hit that notifications button and uh, go ahead. Please share us. Share us with your friends. Mm -hmm. Sharing is caring. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> and we, you guys, we just do this for the fun of it. We want, we we've been wanting to do this for a long time. And so we want to bring some fun and laughter and, um, to a, a place that can sometimes be taken way too seriously. Yeah, absolutely. All right, everybody have a good night. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for listening. The breakdown is recorded live to get live show notifications, head on over to YouTube and search The Breakdown Radio. Don't forget to subscribe and click the little bell to get notified. You can also find us over on Facebook at The Breakdown Live. And if you would love to be a guest on our show or you just have a juicy topic that you would love for us to break down, shoot us an email at circus at breakdownlive.com. Until next time.